so now my shopping bag is bulging with fruit and vegetables. But now that I take a good look at it, I'm really not sure what dishes I can cook with it all. I'll definitely need some bread, pasta and cheese, so let's all head to the deli. If you walk through the little doors, the atmosphere in the deli is a complete shift. It's like walking into Kat's fully stocked pantry. I take a deep breath. Oh no, my mask is surely doing the trick, right? Ah, but I can smell coffee, spices and there's salami and cheese hanging from the air. So many tasty little things behind glass counters to be chosen and wrapped up. And so many items living in their own skins and protective rinds. I've got to admit, I don't immediately know the difference between each shop. I guess one is Italian, one is Greek. I don't know. That, is that one Polish? I used to come here every week with my dad when I was a kid. And we'd load up the old Nissan. Trouble was, my lunchbox ended up being full of exotic Italian deli foods, which meant non-stop teasing at school. While my friends ate Vegemite or peanut butter sandwiches, I was lushing out on ciabatta rolls with suppressor salami and a side of cucumber and red capsicum, followed by a chaser of apple segments and dried figs. Bless my mum. They were amazing lunches for a parent with a full-on job. Hmm, cat's deep in thought before a deli counter. But me, I'm a bit undecided. I'm less of a cook-it-from-scratch kind of chef and more of a pay-extra-for-something-delicious-and-pre-made kind of person. Look, I could manage a toasty. Hey, pardon me, cat. You know cheese... What cheese should I get for a fancy toasty? For a triple fancy cheese toasty, get a good sharp cheddar, Swiss and brie, plus mustard, gherkins and freshly cracked pepper. Oh yeah, I can manage that. Look, the thing is though, I'd love to know how to make my own salami or get to know the cow that made this milk and then the cheesemaker that turns the milk into cheese or make my own pasta. But I don't have time. Instead, I'll just get this handmade pasta that looks so good right here in front of me. 250 grams of spinach and ricotta ravioli for my girlfriend, 250 grams of veal tortellini for me. God, there's so much more to the deli now than there was back in 1980. Hey, Dan, when would you date the arrival of multicultural Melbourne? An interesting question, Kat, but hard to answer. I mean, whose multiculturalism are we talking about? I know. I mean, I'm talking specifically, I think, about the demise of tip-top bread meat and three veg, and the rise of the focaccia and the latte. I would personally put that at around 1995. Hello, Melbourne, the one we know and love. Ah, Kat, you are clearly at home here in the deli. So what's on your shopping list then? I've got fresh pasta, walnuts and balsamic. I'm ready to go, but I might just get a dip. Okay, great. Sorry, I'll just be a sec. I'll pick up a few more things. So I'll see you outside the meat, poultry and seafood section when we're all ready. Hi everyone, my name is Christian Gandolfo. I am the director of Marilucci at Preston Market. Um, I've been in, I bought the business six years ago and um, after three years we actually closed the original store and built our own specialised pasta store next door to it. My, my dad and my grandfather, um, when they moved from Italy, they moved right across the road from the market, just on Murray Road there. So um, my nonno's been going there since 
it first opened, so he was obviously taken up there when we were little kids. It was like a um, weekend ritual for us, so it's always been a, um, a part of the family. He's recently passed, so just having that, seeing the Preston market is just a memory of him as well. So we've always got that emotional connection to the market. Um, when we bought the business there, my dad actually couldn't believe that we'd actually owned something around that area because obviously he grew up there. He's seen it um, from the very start as well. So it's really sentimental to him as well. Everyone that we see walk into that market, they're all part of our community. We know, like we see family, friends, cousins, aunties, uncles, everyone comes through the market. So not only is it just like something close to us, but more like a cultural experience for us as well. We get to see everyone that we don't usually see at least once a week there. So it's, um, it's something a bit like sentimental rather than just a workplace for us. So we're just getting a lot of different customers coming through and I, you can just feel it around Preston. It's just the whole demographic of Melbourne it has completely changed where it's not just, okay, you can stick to your little group, but everyone wants to try everything now and it's amazing. It's like just moving forward, it gives me like goosebumps just to see where else we can go as a, um, as a community. Me and my mum were looking at a recipe once um, on the SBS channel, just some um, Italian chef, and he was making this miniature ricotta nudi, which is uh, basically a giant gnocchi. Um, no potato, and it's um, a, very le a lot less flour than usual. So when we started making that, um, just between me and mum, we thought, this is amazing. This is like the best thing that I've ever tasted. So we actually implemented that recipe and made it into um, a gnocchi that we sell um, at the shops. And by far, that's my number one recipe I go to every single time. We make it from scratch, like so, straight from the fresh ricotta, um, fresh spinach, and then um, just the burnt butter and sage sauce that goes with it. Um, it just it kills it every time. Anyone that I cook before there is overly impressed. Okay, so if you're done with your shop, I'll see you over at the meat, poultry, and seafood section where you can press play on the next track.